Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Acts. We're in chapter 9, looking at verses 3 through 6, read from the New King James Version. We have, we have met uh, Saul, and Saul is going to meet Jesus on his road on the road to Damascus. Let's listen to Acts chapter 9, verses 3 through 6, read from the New King James Version. As he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly a light shone around him from heaven. Then he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, Who are you, Lord? Then the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom you're persecuting. It is hard for me to kick against the goads. So he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what do you want me to do? Then the Lord said to him, Arise and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. Again, Acts chapter 9. Verses 3 through 6, read from the New King James Version. I'll be back with insights and close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening and following my podcast, which can be heard almost anywhere podcasts are heard including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many other platforms. Like and follow at Minutes Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, those Acts chapter 9, verses 3 through 6, read from the New King James Version. I have quite a bit to share that I'm going to try to cram into five minutes. Um... The commentary that most of the information came from is the Enduring Word. Damascus was a key commercial city, and it was located about 175 miles northeast of Jerusalem in the Roman uh, province of Syria. In Syria, uh, we are praying for them because uh, according to like the latest uh, earthquake death toll, it says it likely... It's likely to surpass 56,000 people. So we're praying for Turkey and Syria right now after the earthquake that has devastated them. It says over 34,000 already dead from the earthquake. And it's going to probably be close to 56,000. So God, we're praying for them right now, even in the midst of studying this. But let, let me continue. So Saul was headed to Damascus, which was a major city, and he was going. He was going with the um, authority from the church to persecute Christians, and this is when he is suddenly he suddenly finds himself awash with a brilliant light. 
And you can just imagine because we have TV, so we know what it looks like. You have the spotlights, and it says, uh, Matthew Henry says that he was, um, the light surrounded him, that everybody saw the light who, who were with him, but it surrounded only Saul. And you can imagine when he saw this light and he heard this voice that he was frightened. Uh, it was a spectacular event, and it was unusual. And it happened at midday when the sun was at its brightest. And this, um, of course, this this his reaction was to fall to the ground and to lay there as he's reeling from the real, realization that Jesus, the crucified uh, founder of this sect that he detests, is has been resurrected by God. And exalted in divine glory. Uh, Saul was not uh, serving God as he thought, but opposing him. This wasn't because of, he didn't fall because out of honor or reverence. He fell because of his reaction. He was scared, as any would, any of us would be, if we saw a great bright light coming shining on us from heaven. And we hear a voice talking to us and calling us by name. It repeated his name twice, Saul, Saul. When God repeats the name twice, it displays deep emotions, but not, not necessarily anger, just urgency and compassion. And it's a key point uh, when God is trying to get someone's attention for a special office or role. And it gives examples in the Old Testament. Jesus both confronts Saul's sin and commissions him to apostolic ministry. And he's saying, why are you persecuting me? As the heavenly light overwhelmed him, Saul was confronted by the true nature of his crime. He wasn't persecuting man. He was persecuting God. He was trying to wipe out the name of God. And this, he thought he was doing it in God's name. He was trying to, um, to persecute and, you know, stop the spread of the gospel. And um, he says, now, who's, who, 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 who's talking to me? And he says, I am Jesus. And though Jesus was a fairly um, common name, G uh, Saul knew exactly which Jesus was speaking to him. Because he was probably a, ma a member of the Sanhedrin. And he probably sat in judgment of Jesus during the crucifixion. So he said, who are you, Lord? What do you want me to do? Saul responded as we should. God, what do you want us to do? When he gets our attention, that should be the question. What do you want me to do? And uh, Jesus told him, it's hard for me to, to, to kick. It's hard for you to kick against the goad. This statement is actually a small parable, parable regarding Saul and his life. That goad is a sharp stick that's sticking into the stubborn ox to make it go where you want it to go. So Saul is afraid. He's astonished. And he's ready to do what God tells him to do, as we should be. Let's pray.
Father, we thank you as we study your word. We thank you that even as we study one who was a persecutor of your of your church until he met you on the Damascus Road. We know, and your word says that, well, to, to Paul and to anyone who persecutes believers today, that those who persecute believers are guilty of persecuting Jesus, of persecuting you again, Father, of your son again, Father, because believers are the body of Christ on earth. So God, those who are um, right now in the same situation that Paul was in, Saul before he became Paul, and that they're persecuting your church. God, just as you um, stopped Saul in his path, Stop them also, Father, and protect your Christians. And Father, we are praying for Syria as they face a massive destruction, a massive loss of life. Father, we know they need more than prayer. They need uh, all kinds of physical things, Father. And we're praying for the hearts of those who have lost loved ones. We're praying for the hearts and minds and bodies that have been affected by these earths, the earthquakes, Father, the earthquake, not just in Syria, but also in Turkey. Father, we're praying that great acts of compassion from all over the world help to put the country back together. And even as we pray for Turkey and Syria, we have to pray for the Ukrainians. As uh, one diplomat said, what happened there through an earthquake is happening by man-made means in the Ukraine. So God, we're praying for them mightily also in the name of Jesus. And Father, we're thanking you as we pray that you do hear and you do answer. That was Pastor's sermon today from the book of Psalms. You hear, you know us by name, and you do answer. And we thank you for that. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed. Thank you.